You're listening to the Quince podcast. India today has over 75 lakh cryptocurrency investors who've collectively poured in over rupees 10000 crore into bitcoins ethereum and the likes amid this boom in cryptocurrencies such as bitcoin a long shadow of uncertainty looms large over india's crypto future bitcoin has soared a staggering 900% over the past year as retail investors piled into online crypto trading during the pandemic a single bitcoin that stood at rupees 3.9 lakh on 17th march 2020 is now at rupees 41 lakh exactly a year later however the cheer around a bitcoin boom has been tempered by speculation of an impending prohibition on bitcoin and other private currencies in india while a reuters report citing government sources has stated that the pending cryptocurrency bill may put a complete ban and criminalize trading as well as possession Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman has recently indicated that the government may take a calibrated approach and leave a window open for experiments in cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. There has been considerable fear, uncertainty and doubts within the cryptocurrency ecosystem in India and the recent reports and comments from the government still leaves several questions unanswered. The Quint spoke with Ajit Khurana, former CEO of Zeppay and angel investor about the prevailing mood among investors the future of cryptocurrency in india the government's concerns with cryptocurrency and what happens if the center brings a bill to ban it in india you're tuned into the big story the podcast where we dissect the headline making news for you and i'm your host sushovan In January, the Cryptocurrency and Regulation of Official Digital Currency Bill 2021 was listed in the Lok Sabha bulletin. The bill reportedly seeks to prohibit all private cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum that has not been issued by the state. Since a draft bill appeared in 2019, the government has indicated at regular intervals that it would be bringing in a bill which has kept the crypto pot stirring with speculations of an impending ban. The same has played out again with the bill in the current budget session. In the last couple of years, the government and top officials have looked at cryptocurrency with a fair degree of suspicion with an interministerial committee headed by former finance secretary Subhash Garg even recommending a ban back in 2019. So, what is the present mood among investors in this environment of great uncertainty? So, when we first heard about this like within the first few days of the agenda for this session of uh, the lok sabha coming up we did see a fairly high degree of panic and there were increase in volumes now increase in volumes does not automatically indicate that do people love the news or hate the news but because it was accompanied by a fall of prices i think that you could say there was a certain amount of panic in the market however what has happened over time is that people said here's the thing at any given point in bitcoin's history there have been more people entering bitcoin in the last few months at every point of time than in the years preceding that because it is a growing trend as a result a lot of people do not necessarily know the history or have an appreciation for its history for example this bill 
prohibiting it, uh, banning it, criminalizing it. There are various interesting words used around it. Has been around since early to mid 2019, and uh, the fact that the government has not brought it to the table, despite having a fairly strong majority in pulling through things, either indicates a lack of priority that this is not very important to the government, or the fact that they are still thinking because it's such a rapidly evolving framework. there is one segment of the audience which is really upset unhappy and actually has reached a state of paralysis uh, why that section i'm highlighting first is because i happen to be in that segment also i definitely want to take positions in this space but i don't know whether as soon as i take a position i'll be forced to liquidate there is another segment who understands bitcoin technologically very well and they know that even if you were to close every single exchange or entity which allows swaps there are today many protocols available names like sushi swap one inch uniswap etc where even in the absence of any organization you can move from one cryptocurrency to another right so there are some people saying yeah sure let them ban whoever they want to ban i am not going to be banned uh, not realizing that if this becomes a criminal act then you know you probably want to absolutely follow any instruction that the government gives so it's a wide range of emotions like many other uh, laws several people also believe it doesn't apply to them as things stand the pending bill may be introduced in the lok sabha in the current budget session of parliament speaking at a media event on 13th march sitaraman said that a cabinet note is getting prepared on the matter speaking on the issue she said and i quote from our side we are clear that we are not shutting all options off we will allow a certain amount of a window for people to use so that experiments in blockchain bitcoin or cryptocurrency and fintech which depend on such experiments will have that window available for them we are not going to shut it all off yet what kind of a formulation even for crypto will have to be the content of the cabinet note which will get ready soon unquote however despite the assurance from the union finance minister that cryptocurrency won't completely be shut off several concerns still remain the minister also said that they are and i quote very clear that the reserve bank of india will take a call on the official cryptocurrency unquote now if this means that an official rbi issued cryptocurrency will exist and private cryptocurrencies like bitcoin and ethereum get banned then what happens to those holding these currencies It is important to remember that the previous draft version of the bill in 2019 had recommended a 90-day window to get rid of one's bitcoins or liquidate one's cryptocurrency. In the event that this actually happens, what are the best options for investors? Of all aspects of the upcoming bill, some of which is unclear, some of which is unfortunate, I think that this one aspect is the most perplexing. because very simply let us say i have a certain amount of bitcoin and the government says that after a certain date you can't have it right now where do I, so first is i could sell it but clearly i can't sell it in the indian market because if i don't have it another indian has it who has the same deadline to exit right so that does not seem like an option and the only option that comes up is that i either sell it abroad which raises issues of the foreign exchange management act fema or the government appoints some sort of a custodian and says send all your cryptocurrency to this entity they will sell it in the open markets and give you money right in both cases the sale has to be international because if it were domestic then well what what do you have as a, then the entire legislation is meaningless 
if that happens i think it is like frankly i think the current legislation current policy does not even allow for that because you know you can't so freely move your digital assets across boundaries maybe they'll give a one time exception which will require yet another series of uh, legislative action or they could just say you know what we are confiscating your cryptocurrency now that is a confiscation of 10000 crore rupees from 75 lakh people uh, so in light of that i don't see the government doing that and if the government said they want to do that i don't see everybody complying with it that oh take away my money i just give it to you so i don't know how this can be done and all the things that people are coming up with uh if you look at the 2019 draft clause 26 a and b actually referred to this and as you can remember i remember the clause number because it's so so crucial to us it basically says that those who already possess cryptocurrency will be given a 3 month period that one said 3 month today we are hearing 3 to 6 month to dispose of the cryptocurrency in the way recommended by the government so even while they they had a lot of prescriptions which were precise on this end they remained vague and said we will tell you what to do with it and frankly i i you know even though i understand the technology the the human aspects and the market aspects of it i don't know how this will be done i don't know how this will be done if india were to ban trading and possession of private cryptocurrencies it would be the only country to do so most countries be it the united states countries in europe singapore all regulate crypto while allowing it to be traded even china which has prohibited trading in crypto has not banned its private possession stakeholders in the cryptocurrency ecosystem have strongly advocated for its regulation rather than an outright ban in india so a question that arises is why has the indian government taken such a hard stance on cryptocurrency there are a few reasons one it feels crypto may undermine the indian rupee two that it could be used to transact in contraband on the dark web three it does not believe cryptocurrency to be a legitimate asset class four the risk of capital flight and five the lack of tax revenues for the government so in this environment how can cryptocurrency regulation address these concerns of the government whatever is this entire family of uh, concern arises from the fact that this is not a government administered asset very simply for example if bitcoin were issued by the government of india it would be a completely different thing right so if it is not a government uh, controlled asset what is the next best thing for the government the next best thing is the government despite not controlling it knows absolutely everything that is happening here how would that happen that would happen if you bring all such transactions up into the light such as you create entities let's call them exchange the depositories or what we call wallets etc intermediaries and the government says that only these licensed entities or entities following such a procedure only dealing with those is legal if you do anything outside of that it is illegal this would be great because then the government can deal or engage with those entities and get all the information they want and they all, and the government also insists that transactions in cryptocurrency should begin from a bank account and end into a bank account right so i think that that literally in my opinion takes care of all of the government's concerns except that they would then have to enforce it that means they would have to say that people don't go into the dark area of the blockchain but they remain in the lit area of the blockchain what is happening presently in the regulation is that they are saying prohibit and ban what do you prohibit and ban the lit area the dark area anywhere was dark 
So currently we may have a dark area and we may have a lit area as is the case with black money, white money and those kind of things. But if you ban this, all you are left with is the bad and this causes a self-fulfilling prophecy where all your concerns actually become true. Finally, amidst the environment of FUD or fear, uncertainty and doubt, as Ajit Khurana puts it, how does he see the ecosystem moving forward and what words of advice does he have for investors and those looking to invest in it? Yeah, so three words. Number one is that a lot of people you are hearing from themselves don't know what they are talking about, primarily because this is not a logical discussion. This is a discussion on predicting what the government will do. So panic has never helped. I have in the past panicked very often, including recently. And I must say it's always a bad idea. That's number one. Uh, Number two is I do not know what sort of an adverse reaction or you know action the government may bring. I personally hope and believe that the government will see what is happening in the world and actually come up with enabling provision. Call me a diehard optimist. But even if I'm completely wrong and they come up with a harsh regulation, I am despite that convinced that based on earlier regulatory uh, moves by our establishment, our bureaucracy, our government, Soon they will relax it and we'll be back on track. I just hope that is soon enough because sometimes India misses the bus. We definitely caught the bus for software services and created world giants in that. But we definitely also missed so many other aspects of things like e-commerce and other such things because the policies were not favorable. Uh, That is the second thing that, you know, short-term pain, maybe long-term we are doing fine. And uh, third and final thing is, that whatever it is that we do, being citizens of India, we have to be law-abiding, right? So even if we sometimes disagree with the law, we should fight it, we should oppose it, we should make a noise, we should challenge it, we should educate people, etc. But ultimately, you have to follow the law of the land. Those would be my three words of uh, advice. If you like listening to this podcast, please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. We're live on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, GeoSavan, and other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out our podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequinn.com 